You are listening to the Estheticians Earning More podcast with Brittany Hageman, episode number 79. Welcome to the Estheticians Earning More podcast. On this podcast, we talk about how to love your esthetician business without the hustle, exhaustion, or overwhelm as it booms into a successful business. I teach simple ways how to approach your business that gives you your life back while still growing a profitable business. I grew BLH Beauty in San Diego to a six-figure business, and I learned a lot along the way, which I'm excited to share with you here. So let's get started. Hello, welcome back. If you have been here before, and if you're new, thank you so much for listening. I, first of all, want to thank you if you're new and you listened to last week's episode with the CEO of Face Reality. Jeremy Soyne. I hope it was a helpful episode for you. It was really a wonderful conversation for me. Um, I really truly believe, even before I spoke to Jeremy, I believed this, but it was really cemented after I spoke to him that I think face reality is going to be, it's going to be fine. Like, I don't think it's going to be anything um, that's actually worse for the esthetician. I think it's going to be things that are better for the esthetician. And I totally understand if you're still scared because that has been your previous experience working with other skincare companies. However, just because it's happened in the past to other companies doesn't mean it's gonna happen to this company. So anyways, I hope that was helpful for you. I hope you um, got some questions answered. And I'm excited to talk about today's topic, kind of a switching gears. We're gonna be talking about tipping, gratuity, whatever, however you wanna say it. Um, it's an interesting thing <laughs> for me, for my esthetician clients, all the things. So we're going to explore that um, after I tell you about my 100K challenge. Hey, do you want to make 100K? Do you want to make 100K in your business for 2022 or in just to pay yourself? Like you've made 100K as profit before taxes. Do you want to make 100K in your business? I want to help you totally for free. I have two different ways you can do it depending on which goal you have. The 100K make and the 100K pay. Both of those links are going to be in the show notes. Um, And you get a little formula that I've created. And then if you're not already in my Facebook group, you can join my Facebook group where I give out free coaching. Um, And sometimes I do like live coaching that's free to help you get that goal. Both formulas are very simple to follow. Um, The only thing that's hard about it is all the drama that your brain creates. So that's what the coaching is for because you guys can do it. I know you can do it. So if you are interested, link in the show notes. Okay, so tipping. This is something that I've talked to a number of my esthetician clients about. Something that I really had mixed feelings about when I was um, in San Diego doing BLH Beauty full-time. So, okay, here's the, like, here's my opinions. And again, I'm like, I'm just going to quick, quick disclaimer, like, you don't have to do anything that I'm suggesting or change anything about the way you do your business. There's no right or wrong way of doing this. Um, So if you're doing something, whatever you're doing and you like it, like, keep doing it. You can just don't even have to listen to this episode. So I, I really want to remind you, like, just because someone in the business world says something about business doesn't mean you have to change anything or take anyone's advice, including mine. 
But if you kind of have mixed feelings about it, like I did and a lot of my clients do, maybe today will be a helpful episode for you. So I, you know, in the United States, we are a tipping culture, right? We tip for services, but there still is like, people have different views on what that should look like. And what that ends up happening is then sometimes like estheticians don't get tipped. And I really feel like that's even more for like the acne specialist because I think our clients get confused and they think of us more of like a medical doctor type situation. Um, They don't really understand like that we're not a doctor. (laughs) And so they like, just like you don't go and tip your doctor, you don't like they don't think maybe you don't have to tip your estheticians. There's there is confusion about that. I mean, I know personally a lot of my clients asked if I took health insurance because they really viewed it as like a medical thing with acne. Um, my facial clients and that kind of stuff they tend to be um, they tend to understand more that it's like a luxury item and then they get tipped. I know one of my esthetician friends does lashes and she gets tipped very generously because lashes 100% feel like a luxury item. And so people who tend to get the lashes understand about tipping. And so I think it really depends on like what services you do and how this applies to your business. So from my experience being an acne specialist and working with other acne specialists as clients, I, I always have, I saw this theme for myself and I saw the same for them, which is means some people just do not tip you or they tip you like $5 on a $200 service or, you know, it, it like there's this disconnect of what the expectation is and it can be this really awkward conversation with you and your client and you're trying to explain to them tipping. The thing also that also drove me absolutely crazy and I, I don't know if some of the softwares have fixed this. It, this wasn't a thing at the time. I couldn't find it when I was um, working with clients over two years ago, but um, when I would sell clients product the tip screen, I used Square and then I used QuickBooks. The tip screen would calculate tips on the entire purchase, including products, which I don't think you should take tip on products. And so I'd always try to explain to them, like, your services was X amount, so you only need a tip on that. And that's just such an awkward conversation. <laughs> Not to say, like, you shouldn't embrace getting gratuity and having tips. Like definitely own that, but it just wasn't a conversation I really loved having and I wanted to figure out a way that I could still get the tip and not like have this weird awkwardly handing someone a screen to hopefully they select a tip. Um, so what I did and what I've recommended to my other clients who've had the same experience and like mixed feelings and it just kind of feels kind of all over the place is I eliminated tipping. And so what that looked like for me is I raised my prices 20%. I told my clients I no longer accept tipping of any kind. My prices are now 20%. So if you were tipping me before, it's no problem. Your prices have not changed at all. And if you didn't tip me before, I'm sorry, now it's included. <laughs> and, you know, I know you, you know what I mean. When you have those clients that you really love and you connect with and they don't tip you and you feel like kind of – you kind of feel insulted by that. Like, do they not like it? Are they just cheap? Like, right? Like, you start to really kind of go down the rabbit hole. And so by having tipping included, that just kind of takes that away from – 
anyone like that that's gone that weirdness is gone and so i was nervous about doing this but i decided to do it so i you know put it on my email newsletter and i put it on social media and i would tell my clients especially my clients i knew were tippers like i would tell them like hey I know you tip me really well. It's so generous. You'll see as of this date, prices are going to go up 20%, but that means I know you no longer can tip me. It's included. And I promise you, like you're, you're tipping me and I so appreciate it. And then even when it would roll out, they'd be like, oh, I feel really awkward. I want to tip you. Like you did tip me. It's fine. It's perfect. Thank you so much. And so I was like, I really talked those clients through it. Um, so they weren't like, wait a minute, what's happened? You know, like there wasn't a confusion just in case they missed an email or social media. I really made sure I spoke to my clients to tell them. Now, my clients that I knew did not tip me, I also told them, and the conversation looked a little bit different, and it was like, hey, as um, as you may have seen, my prices are going up 20% on this date because I realized tipping is really confusing for a lot of people, and so I decided just to include it in pricing just to make it easier for everybody, and I like I leave it at that, and I... My clients that didn't tip me, nine times out of ten, they'd be like, oh, okay. And I don't know if they were, you know, irritated that I was including tip or they were confused. Like, oh, shoot, should I have been tipping you this whole time? I did have one client who was a mom of teenagers, and she always paid by check. So she never saw the screen with the tip included. Um, And she's like, wait a minute, was I supposed to be tipping you this whole time? And I was like, well – most people do, but it's okay that you didn't, but now you will. And she was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like, and that was fine, right? And so sometimes these awkward conversations may come up from it, but it's not, in my experience and also the experience of my clients who have done this as well, it's not like this um, horrible, really like people like flip out and then leave. I'm trying to think, I don't think any of my clients stopped coming at that point. I know when I first raised my prices, opening my business the first time, because my prices were really low, like a lot of us do, and I was like, "This is I can't actually pay my bills with this, so I had to raise them. I did lose some people at that point, but I don't think I, I lost people any more after that. Um, I also was better at like curating my clients and making sure like the clients that like were seeing me regularly, like they got it. And so it, it was an, like – it was easier to make these transitions with them because they understood what was going on with me and my business versus like just taking any client, right? Which is what I was doing definitely at the beginning. So it was like such an easy transition, honestly. And then it just, it was so much also easier to predict sales and like what was coming. Now, again, like if you get tipped really, really well from every single client, like don't change it. <laughs> don't don't listen to my advice. Like do what's working for you because it's clearly working for you. But if it's like you don't get tipped like one of every three or five services or you get tipped very little and it's just this kind of just kind of frustrating experience for you, like maybe consider including tipping. I, I've had three clients on top of my head that I can think of that I know included this and all of them were like, nauseatingly nervous about doing this and like wanted to change their mind multiple times and was complete panic mode about it, like complete panic mode. And then they all did it. And then they're like, this is amazing. I'm so glad I did it. (laughs) Again, like it may not work for you in your business, but I just want to encourage you that if you consider doing it 
or if you um, are nervous about doing it, just know like it's okay to be nervous about doing it because it's a change. But the most important thing about this is communication with your clients and just being honest with them. And like I said before, I just told them it, it's tipping is very confusing for clients. For me, it's kind of an awkward situation. And I know my clients want to tip me because that's that was the general thing is most people wanted to tip me. And so I just wanted to make it easier for everybody and just include it. And we don't even have to think about it anymore. And it make, makes it so much easier because at the end of your appointment, whatever the total is, is the total. And you don't even have to think about, wait a minute, do I have to pay, what do I have to tip on? All that stuff like that. So clients really loved it because it did give them an assurance that they were really taking care of me. And so that's what I really focused on with those clients that I know really loved me that were tipping me to really give them that assurance that like this actually was, I was trying to make it easier for them, which I really was, right? Like I wanted them to still feel like they were tipping me without it being this like big math puzzle. I also just want to offer you that you have complete permission to always change your mind in your business. I say this a lot to my esthetician clients, especially as you're growing your business and you are trying new things. Like you're totally allowed to try this and then realize a few months later you don't like it and you go back to the way it was, right? Like you get to change your mind in your business and you're you're allowed to try things that are that you may feel better for you. And then if you feel like it's not a good fit, you can always just change it, right? I think the key with this is just communication with your clients and being very clear and succinct and give them a reason that makes sense to them without over explaining it to them with like, you're not going into detail of like, oh, well, I have this bill to pay and this bill to pay. And if I don't know how much I'm going to be making from this service and I don't know if I can pay this bill, like that's too much information, right? So like giving them like a very clear reason that's very like logical to them and just being very confident behind that reason. So like, again, my reason with this was like, so many people are confused with tipping. They want to tip me. They get confused when it comes to products, if they buy products or not. And it became just this thing for every single client. I wanted to make it easier. Point blank, that's the end of it. Of course, there were other reasons that I wanted to eliminate tipping and include it in the service, but I just didn't go into the weeds, right? So you don't have to go into the weeds when you are telling your clients about business changes, just in a very succinct, simple, confident way. And then they, like having that confidence with them when you tell it to them, they're like, okay. Not to say people don't get frustrated, but most of the people are like, okay, I trust that. Like, I hear what you're saying. No problem. Like that works for me versus if you're like, well, um, well, here's the thing is I was, I really think I'm going to do this. And like, I hope it's okay with you. And I hope you don't get mad at me. And like, you know, I just like, it's really hard because not everyone tips and if people don't tip then I don't, I can't pay my bills. And it's like really stressful for me. Like that is like a totally different energy than being like, Hey, I decided to do this to see if it works. If it doesn't work, we can always go back. And you can tell people that too. Like I'm giving it a try to make it easier on everybody. And this is what we're going to do as of this date. And it's such a different conversation. And you're giving yourself permission to change your mind. You're giving them a very clear expectation of what's happening. And you trust yourself that you can make the best decision for your business and change your mind if the decision you made is not ends up being the best decision. 
That is it for today. Thank you again for listening. I love hearing from you. Thank you for giving me feedback from the last podcast episode. Stay tuned. I have a workshop coming up in a few weeks. And next week, I'm going to be announcing it officially and giving you more details. So um, it's going to be about stress, time management, productivity. It's going to be it perfectly in time for fourth quarter, the holidays, all of that. Um, So stay tuned for that. And I will talk to you next week. Have a fantastic week. Bye for now. If you are an acne specialist and you don't feel confident treating acne, you don't feel confident talking to new clients about the program, about how the products work, how to become compliant and, and change their lifestyle and diet, and you need to join the Confident Acne Specialist group coaching program that I offer. It's an eight-week group coaching program where there's a new topic every week that you learn. And then we have a Zoom group coaching call where we really go over the emotional side of being a business owner that people find so, so challenging, especially when you're new. We talk about consultations, client compliance, marketing, client boundaries, client retention, rebound acne, time management, business systems, and pricing. It's an eight-week group coaching program, and by the end of the eight weeks, I guarantee that you will, will be so much more confident in treating acne and your abilities as an esthetician. So if you're interested, you can go to theestheticiancoach.com forward slash group coaching. I can't wait to see you there.